Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Moe here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Jerry Curtin, CEO for Core Wellness. You know, if we want to talk about wellness and all these changes, um, you know, first and foremost, to, to know my background a little bit, you know, I come from the finance and human resources background. So with mm-hmm. about 20 years of experience, you know, in human resources across a lot of companies locally here too, like Eaton and GE, um, when you're in that leadership position, you're responsible for employee wellness, well-being, plus all the costs and, and all the benefits, right, that are out there. And so inherently, human resources is a function that is supposed to monitor, encourage, and provide programs to enable the employee's ability to perform at their best. So the whole reason why wellness even exists, I hate it. <laughs> I hate that the industry even exists. That it has I'm to exist, you mean? for it. It has to exist, okay. right. But think sure. about that for a minute. If every business really valued the employee down to the individual performance of everything that mattered, you wouldn't, it would just be called good care for your employees. You wouldn't need a name like wellness. You wouldn't have to talk about well-being. It would just be inherent in how we take care of each other and how leaders lead and what we provide for our people. Again, not only for just job performance, but perhaps a wider breadth of life performance. And so I I always get a little uh, passionate about this topic because as an old HR guy, Uh, Now looking in today's environment, nothing could be more important, right, than to have healthy and resilient employees. You know, whether you're talking about COVID, you're talking about remote work, whatever it would be, you know, it's on all of our minds, right, to be healthy, strong, and resilient. Yeah. And the fact that we have to put so much focus on this is sort of a cry that perhaps we've neglected it for too long. Mm. And now it's become such an issue, right? Yeah. You take on top of just the last year and a half, every time you pick up the paper, depression is on the rise, violence is on the rise, you know, domestic abuse, drug and alcohol use on the rise, right? Yeah. These things are, are taking people off their health game And then as you look at it through a a business's viewpoint, Alex, you know, every metric in business is a result of some level of human performance, Hmm. right? Yeah. Every single metric has to start and end with somebody doing something. Yeah, that's true. Nothing works on on its own ever. So what we've learned about wellness is the average person and the average group of people are operating at about 65% of their health capacity. 
65%, you said? 65%. And we look at that through sort of three prisms of health. We would look at your body, your structural health, you know, like your weight, um, your flexibility, mobility, and your pain, you know, your, your body, your bones, and, and your structural well-being. I would look at your metabolic health or your diet and the things that you put into your body. And then that last piece is your mental health. So if you had a scale of one to 10 for your structural health, scale of one to 10 for your metabolic health, and a scale of one to 10 for your mental health, and you add those up, the average person is sitting at 65%. And we can all do that self-reflection, right? Some people might feel, well, my body or my physical fitness might be pretty good, but my diet might not be so great. My stress, my anxiety, my sleep, that's horrible. So my cognitive health may be not so good. When you look at those three things together, we all, as a group, average out to 65%. Wow. And that's, that's in the United States, you're saying? That's in the United States. And that okay. is a direct result of the people you know, that we work for and we take care of. You know, that's direct. You know, that's, that's real life data coming mm -hmm. at you. And so what I can tell you about that 65%, right, is that if you improve it, just 5%, you're going to save a ton of money. And you'll see the impact through the business. But here's the downside. When Alex all of a sudden adds those three things up and you only get to 50%, you're technically in a state of disability. You either can't come to work or you need some sort of assistance with your structural health. You've got a bad knee, you've got a bad back, you can't do eight hours of this, that, and the other. You've got a disability with your metabolic health, whether it's through medication or something that doesn't allow you to perform 100% at work under normal conditions. You know, these sorts of things start stacking up for people. So when you slip to 55%, it costs the business a ton of money because they're gonna pay for that in healthcare. And then they also have to pay to actually get that work done that's being missed, right? So generally speaking, our, our ability to go in and help a business look at their health from a group standpoint and then apply a program that says, we're gonna help Alex and everybody at Wisconsin Business take their general health in a direction that's north and we're going to do it through a consistent program offering of those three things. So Alex can choose to step into the structural space of the program or the metabolic space, or he can just say, you know, I don't want to do any of that. I just want to go through and talk about my stress. Whatever it is, Alex, I'm looking for you to tell me what you want to do to elevate your personal performance to a higher level. And so the key to our program is, you know, we've got great structure, great tools and fun technology and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but it's the ability to provide a program that's standardized, you know, across a population so it can be accessed and it can be, uh, you can measure engagement and participation of every employee. And then it also is sort of different in the marketplace and that when you come into our world and you're looking for help in those three areas, we have a philosophy that says we want to measure it to manage it. So we're going to go through, you know, a, a pretty 
you know, nice intake process to get to know you well. Hmm. And then in that, we'll come up with maybe 20 different metrics about your structural, your metabolic, and your cognitive health. And we'll work, you know, small steps on what you can do to just make one step in whatever direction you see fit. Yeah, the magic of our program is that there really is no magic, right? You know, when you go to the doctor and they're going to give you health advice, 90% of that advice is going to be get more exercise and eat better, right? So we all know that these are the things we should be doing. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of Wisp Politics and Wisp Business Podcasts. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.